Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Jenna. We're John. I'm Audie. <laughs> and I'm Seth. And um, John's a little concerned about the coronavirus, so he's in uh, full hazmat regalia today. You, you may need to le- lean in a little, John. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a bit too much, but all right. Yeah, you might want to readjust your filter now. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Not that no, one, the, the one on your mic. Oh, Pull no. It. Yeah, there, there you go. go. There oh. you go. Oh. Careful. No, 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 you just got coronavirus all over it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm young. I'm fine. John's... Uh, John's concerned he's immune compromised. It's all those STDs, I think. Oh, oh snap. Or was that, or was that just his uh, character in D&D? That's a... Uh, Copious. Does he have uh, STDs? How many, how many STDs did that scavenger give you when you had sex with him? <laughs> I need an adult. Yes. We so were here we. to talk about infections. So did we. We Listen. needed an adult too, and it's like it's gonna happen again. Gonna... I'm, I'm, I was pumping him for information. Yes, you were. You were pumping him for something. <laughs> yeah, you were. You were definitely so, pumping him. Okay. Even though it was a, uh, this is no laughing matter. No. Just what doesn't kill you gives a dark, twisted sense of humor and just coping mechanism. Sure. Uh, yeah, this is pretty serious time altogether. I think we can agree on that. Hope, right. Hope is actually the name of my character. Yeah. Yes, Copious Homewood yep. is his character's mm. name uh, in our d <laughs> that That's the perfect reaction. Mm. <laughs> yes. Hmm. But what so, we're actually here to talk about today is the effects that uh, COVID-19 and the coronavirus spreading is having on the... Everything, lo- Everything, but Small more specifically... Small businesses, artists. Yeah, and the convention community that supports them. That is sad. I don't know what's going to happen with that. So, Planet Comic Con, they've officially uh, rescheduled yeah. or postponed. Do they have a new date yet? No, they said they will have it out in uh, the next couple of days. Okay. What about and Grand Con, which, you know, as Did far Grand as I Con understand, canceled? yeah, they, they've postponed. I think I you might look them up, Seth, to see exactly what, but they, they're a shoestring con because they, right. they like it to be free, yeah. and it's a great con from what I've heard, um, but... Now that they've had to postpone or cancel, I don't know which exactly they said, but it's just, it's not happening now. Where, where is it? At Grand, Grand Island, Island right there over your okay. shoulder. Well, that's uh. coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and they're normally, what, a week? Uh, they're a week after Comic-Con, I think, is when Grand that's Con is scheduled. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be. But yeah. I think it just depends on the year. Right, okay. I'm not finding any... Year. Web yeah. page for it. Well, I mean, I well and we wanted to go, but I was on call, so uh, or I am on call that well, weekend, so I can't couldn't make it. But now maybe it'll be now maybe that that fortuitous event that happened just might work <laughs> out in your favor. Just for this once, you might actually have luck. Fall uh, I guess I like could be lucky because unfortunately with them, like <clears throat> you know, Go RPG Benito Garcia and his crew that we've had on the show multiple times, uh, they were really depending on the exposure that. Planet Comic Con and Grand Con was going to bring them. Right. And now they've had to cancel all their plans for that. That is a bummer. And there's many uh, small creators. Uh, mm-hmm. I know a girl who's spent the last three months making merchandise to sell at Grand Con. Mm-hmm. And now she has no place. I mean, she's got to wait to hopefully sell it, you know, down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the stuff was timely. 
because they were like political button parodies like Crowley 2020, Make Hell Great Again from Superstition. So it's... Well, as long as they do it, I mean, before November, that should be okay, shouldn't it? I mean... Hopefully. Yeah, there's other timely stuff. Like, every day makes the Star Wars stuff less relevant because those movies are... Well, and the other thing is all of these events that are being postponed are all going to be buttoned up against each other and competing yeah. for the same group of fans yeah. when they get rescheduled for the fall. So that's going to be a huge calculation. If they're able to reschedule them for the fall, because Correct. a lot of places are going to have, might have to deal with cancellation fees sure. and losing their guests. Right. That, are the guests going to be able to reschedule? I don't know how can have the yeah. same guests. There's just no way they're... They've got schedules, so yeah. And is that gonna like affect uh, people like the money that people would have spent paying to get photos and whatnot? Now mm-hmm. they can't have the money because they're trying to use that money to supplement whatever. If they're in a business where they're used to being service staff and mm-hmm. they depend on tips, or they're in a position that requires commissions on how many sales they make. All of those groups are going to be suffering. Or if you got to take off because your kid's school has been canceled, like here in Omaha, and now you've got to, you know, you don't have a good sick leave policy because of the company you work for, or you have to go on short-term disability, which is the recommendation for some of these people, uh, for two weeks. Like, most of us are living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. And this is going to set them back potentially for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. If yeah, I think if anything else, this virus is going to expose a lot of the shortfalls in our society where we don't have those safety nets Definitely the that people need. Safety net. Yeah, it's like, um, I'm glad that uh, at least uh, the House passed the resolution to make COVID testing free for people. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that'll I mean, help. of course, well, treatment isn't. Well, passed the well, no, I think uh, uh, they think, added the treatment too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. 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 Which is good because. Like I'm fairly well off with pretty good insurance, but if the insurance my insurance wouldn't have covered COVID testing, that was what six uh, uh, sixteen hundred twelve hundred dollars yeah. per test. Yes. Katie and I can't take that sort of hit, right. even even though we're doing pretty good. Not right. an emergency. And we definitely can't pay to spend. Days in a days quarantine in a, ward. Yeah. Or in the hospital. Right. And you're lucky enough, you can physically work from home. A lot of people yeah. are in jobs, they can't work from home. Like Aaron's construction site uh, for the Facebook data center. They can't build a building from home. They, right. I mean, right. and, and if anything, because people are going to be using social media and, and their portal, the mm-hmm. communication device more, uh, they need the bandwidth. They need the servers and everything to help support that traffic. So it's 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 scary for some people, and I think uh, there's a lot of things we can do without realizing it to help keep those small businesses local or you know national afloat uh, at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, one of the thing, one of the good things that one of the companies has done is Discord, uh, the the app that we all use to kind of keep in touch with the show, is they've opened up. Uh, way more streaming channels for people to use for just for free yeah so that people can still keep in touch while not being in touch right mm-hmm. because one of the hardest hit groups is going to be the elderly who uh if they don't have family well one you just can't go see them period even yeah. if you do have family in town but um and people who can go get goods for you like i have anyone explained how these quarantined elderly are supposed to get goods is like the nursing homes going to send stuff out take requests like the, there are very real logistical problems with this that they're facing and you know the elderly are one of the primary groups that are susceptible to depression loneliness things that can cause their health to deteriorate faster if they don't have support from a community yeah, I know, Linda, so Linda and I both have mothers that are in nursing homes, and they're both um, locked down, so they're not allowing any outside visitors in, which is good because it's going to prevent the virus from spreading in the, one of the most susceptible populations. But on the same note, like you said, it's horrible for the elderly that are in there that no, no longer have the contact from their relatives. To it's be able to weird connect. that we haven't set up a plan because we're overdue. And I'm, you know, for once, I'm actually not even going to blame the Trump administration. It's all administrations. Mm. There should have been a, a, a plan 
in place for when this happened. Ab absolutely, there's a great. Um, but we did have, we did have a um, group. Um, Pandemic planning response unit. Yeah. yeah, on the uh, National Security yeah. Council that was completely wiped away. And at least if they'd have had those there, I imagine that those people, since that's their job, had some sort of a plan in place. And and at least, um, you know, contingency ideas and say, here's how this thing's going to play out. Here's what we need to consider doing. And uh, I think that would have made a huge difference. But no, uh, we got rid of that. And that was well. in place during... During the Ebola outbreak. No, the uh, H1N1 flu. And that too, yeah. yeah. So Michael Osterholm, he's a PhD in MPH. He's uh, one of the science detectives who've been dealing with this for decades. Mm -hmm. Like dealing with pandemics, researching how we um, need to prepare for these type of scenarios. And, his, and in his books, um, I don't have the latest one here. But I look up Michael Osterholm. Uh, some of his books include Deadliest Enemy, Living Terrors. He predicted that most likely because of the wet markets, China was going to be a source for a potential pandemic, which a lot of people have said. But oh, yeah. he also talks about the fact that the U.S. Defense Department has not put the resources into this as they should have. Like, the fact that they stopped uh, shipping out of China in a lot of places, there are over 100 generic... Like, the 100 top prescriptions that actually keep people alive, insulin, mm -hmm. heart medications, things like that, they're all generics. And the majority of them are being produced overseas. Mm -hmm. So right now what he's having to do is work with the, with the Defense Department to find alternative means mm -hmm. because if we keep not getting those, those supplies, those supplies people, are, people are going to start dying. Yeah. Yeah. We're, right. That's the next shortage. It's not toilet paper. Mm -hmm. It's pharmaceuticals. Yep. Um, so, I mean, it's just... That's the, he's a great, I think, interesting resource. He makes it very clear what the broader impact is going to be uh, in situations like this if we don't start addressing them now. Well, well and uh, to kind of address what uh, John was saying is that there should have been plans in place is that this has always been a question of when, not right. if. Yeah. yeah, right. And there should have been better planning in place, but I guess, like, since COVID-19 is on the milder side of bugs that can, like, a bug this that can happen. This is as good as it could have been for a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but this should be used as a... Wake-up wake call. Yeah. Wake-up call and, as, like, to test real systems and come up with real plans for when it's something worse. Yeah. Right. Well, and... Jenna, I don't want to necessarily say who you work for, but you work for a transportation company, yeah. and there's huge concerns there about if people are not able to show up for work and keep right. those transportation lines running, the impact it will have for delivery of all sorts of consumer goods. Because the type of transportation I work for, it's the statistics have been done. Like It is a federal concern whether or not we run, and if they don't run, in two days they've shown the country shuts down. Because mm. you can't move food, you can't move necessary supplies. Right. One in four jobs are directly connected to the movement of these goods. It's it's extremely serious. It's a matter of national concern. Yeah. Well, and if, if you start having the trucker community get sick yes. and not showing up for work. Which, thanks to, to them being out doing this right now, thanks mm -hmm. to the truckers, so thanks to should, the warehouse employees and the train crews. to nationalize these systems? It's like have the That's socialism. Well... Well, it's not really a matter of socialism in a case of national emergency because we've done that before. But. How would be, but how would be nationalizing those systems help? Like, it's not going to be managed any better. Mm, probably you, not. You need to have people that are experienced with keeping things running like that. And you need to have people who are actually invested personally, yeah. like boards. I'd hate to say it, but they're. That's how I, it really sunk in for me, how real it was, because of the money they were willing to spend to turn a non-technically oriented company into, okay, we're going to send as many people over home, we're going to put you know tools in their hands, we're going to have to make this work, sure. because there are sections of our, of our industry that cannot stay home. Like I right. said, you can't build a building uh, from home. You can't run a train from home. You can't drive right. a truck from home yet. You build a building in a hazmat suit. Uh, well, that'd be awfully tough. That would be weird. Yeah. 
You, I think you'd yeah, die of heat prostration probably. pretty quick. It, yeah, it, as, as I was putting this on, it, breathing is a little, it starts to fog up. And yeah. It's like all kinds of things. So it's, it's... Well, and, and look, the United States, I mean, what are we, like 80, 85% service economy? Yeah. And those are jobs that can't be done from home. You know, waiters, waitresses, cooks. And, but hotels. then what happens, they can't work from home, but if no one's going out either... They don't need to be working. Yeah, I was in I was no, in Chipotle no on seventy second right? and Dodge yeah. at seven o'clock Friday, and I was the only one there. Yeah, mm. and that was surreal. To and where was that? Seventy second and Dodge. Oh. On the other hand, I was in the grocery store just the other day, well, and that paper. was surreal. Well, once they're out packed. of toilet paper, I'm sure they'll all go away. <laughs> so <laughs> toilet paper and hand sanitizer. But just getting back to the things that we can do. Uh, in terms of small businesses. Uh, the final point I was going to bring up about the elderly, if you want to do something, especially having your kids home as a project, um, call a, a local nursing home. Ask them if there are people who rarely receive visitors or no visitors at all that might appreciate a card or a letter. They may not be, re be able to respond, but just saying hello, hoping you're well, this is what I did. Little letters to mm -hmm. give them something to look forward to would be nice. Mm -hmm. Um Small businesses, like a lot of us are probably more likely to know of uh, local restaurants. You can buy gift certificates and now if you can and then just plan on using them later when some of these curfews and, you know, social distancing policies have relaxed. Well, yeah, the other thing I heard uh, on the um, radio the other day we were listening to, <clears throat> they had a suggestion similar along the lines of that is that if there is a local business uh, restaurant or whatever that you frequent quite a bit, um, you can buy a gift card and give it to the proprietor of the restaurant to help them with needed expenses during this difficult time when they're not getting revenue in if you want to help them continue their business going. That's just something that you can do, just a way of giving them some money to help them through this difficult or time. Or buy them online. Yeah. yeah. A lot of cosplayers and artists like Autumn Ivy, Christina Darkstar, they're starting to post, hey, I'm going to post more pictures since I can't go to this con. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. We really appreciate your business. When I asked Benito what we could do, he said, please share. Like, we need to all share each other's content more than ever to help keep each other relevant. And I think small businesses and artists need to tell us as an audience, what can we do to help you? What are you going to post content-wise that we can buy? What can we get from you and how? And then also be proactive. If you do love a business, if you are local, call, contact them. Ask them, how can I help you? What are you posting online? Uh, what are ways to stay afloat? Can I share your Facebook page? I mean, just different mm -hmm. things like that. I think we... If we're going to help the economy as much as we can in a time like this, we got to just be proactive with each other and thoughtful. Not just worried about that toilet paper on the shelf, but because we're either going to all rise together with this or at least help keep each other afloat or it's mm -hmm. going to fall apart and we're going to see that gap between the haves and the haves not, I think, drastically increase from this pandemic. Well... Uh, something else we can consider is like if you're going to, uh, if you were or are planning on going to a uh, a, con a convention, like I've got a couple going up there, uh, Constellation 11 and Conquest, both are still kind of up in the air, mm -hmm. but any, uh, any convention on their website will usually have a list of vendors that are mm -hmm. coming. And so one option you have is like going on the convention website, looking up the vendors, and then maybe going to their website and ordering something. Right. That's a great way to support those. Now, when's, uh, when's Constellation scheduled? April 17th through the 19th. So have they talked about postponing yet? Or uh, they... Right now they are looking into the situation and will be making a decision soon. Okay. Given that it's in April, I'm guessing they're probably going to be canceling. Okay. Which is unfortunate because I love them. Yeah. Uh, Conquest is in, at the in May, mm -hmm. so they might or might not cancel depending on how things progress. But Bill's like yeah. that point. It's like all of these are going to be like in this this one little weird like autumn sweet spot where everyone's going to have to choose rather It'll than have a... spaced out cons. You're going to have to make a choice of which one do you want to spend money on. Sure. And, but, and maybe this is where we have to be responsible con attendees. Like, 
there are cosplayers who this is how they make their money and it's understandable they have to keep producing their cosplays but if you're a casual cosplayer and just get dressed up and go to cons maybe this time you don't spend the money on the cosplay you save that money to buy the merchandise to help mm -hmm. to help those small businesses out or donate to the con donate to the con because like one of the things that uh what that constellation is really known for is it's a smaller con but the people who go are all kind of friends. It's a real kind of community. Close-knit group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so this is like, it's an, it's an important thing for this community mm -hmm. in Lincoln. Mm -hmm. And we're, they're going to be missing that this year. And are both of those in Lincoln? Uh, Const Constellation is in Lincoln and Conquest is, is in, in Kansas, Kansas City. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a fair, fair, number, uh, fair number of older people who go to Constellation sure. every year. Mm -hmm. And even if it does yeah. happen in April, they're not going to be able no. to go. Gonna so say, they're going to be missing their community. Sure. Constellation is very susceptible to coronavirus. So, yeah. We've mm -hmm. got an extremely old crowd. I wouldn't say extremely old. I would old. say one good cold and flu season and they're gone. So <laughs> it's like, it, it, it's basically wow. the older members of OzFest that, that go to this con. So no, and it's I really think not, you're being a bit too harsh there. It's not going to be up to them anyway. I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm actually trying to be descriptive. It's not going to be up to them anyway. They will close. The governor has already talked about closing. I think I do care. You do. You aren't everybody. other people do. The attendance I saw last time might not be indicative of Seth, he says every con he goes to is a bunch of old people. He said the same thing about TessaCon. is John is ageist, so... Well, we're just The fogey tends to see the other old fogies. Yeah. Right. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, damn it. So, and... and This brings up a good point. Just because you're young, it doesn't mean you're not immunocompromised. I think a lot of us know people without realizing it who are dealing with uh, issues or have had issues in their life that have set them up to be more vulnerable. And this is where we have to support each other and find, you know, talk to our friends. Hey, does anyone need anything? I'm good enough to go shopping. If you're not, tell me. Like, I've had several friends who've posted, because your child has to stay home from school, if they're going to miss mm -hmm. a meal, yeah. tell me. I will help get you food. I mean, that's that's really what we're going to... So it's not just, okay, if you have no food for your kid, let me know because they have to stay home from school. But if you can't get out, let me know. I will pick something up, spray it with Lysol, and airdrop it, like throw it out the car window and drive by. Has yeah. something been done about the, the work people are going to miss or no. the, the, the fact that, you know, arrangements have to be made for they, children? They've discussed a uh, universal... Paycheck for everybody, like a thousand dollars. Universal basic wage. Yeah. For the temporary. Right? For the temporary. Yeah. yeah. Because here's the thing: thirty-seven percent of the of nursing staff have kids in school, and mm. if schools are out, you've now dropped your ability yes. to take care of the sick. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, no, there's there mm -hmm. is no plan. Because we've never thought that this could become an issue, and that's why Italy. Italy was at a point last week, where. Even if their medical staff tested positive for coronavirus, if they were not showing symptoms, they had to keep working and potentially exposing people because they just need the care. Well, like Jesus. Seth said, though, it's like this was going to happen. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, and why don't we have We are short-sighted species. The, yeah, everybody and plays the, the risk game, and it's like, well, what are the odds that it'll happen on my watch? Well, as, slim and none. as the population increases, the spread, the ability of a virus like co like uh, the coronavirus to spread only increases so and it's not just as we get more people yeah we're gonna get more pandemics and not just the population but as uh, climate change increases mm -hmm. you've yeah. got thawing permafrost we don't know what kind and, of viruses are hidden there and you got to think too uh the way it was put by michael osterholm which was really well we build warships now for potentially war right mm -hmm. so because we wouldn't expect to just suddenly have trained mm. soldiers or suddenly have a warship. Right. So we need to be doing the same thing for this. Mm -hmm. um, when Costa Rica was, uh, no, Puerto Rico was hit by the, the hurricane, 80% of the world's IV sailing bags came out of a factory there. Mm. And within immediate weeks, there was a worldwide shortage of IV sailing bags for mm. hospitals and medical staff. Mm. Like, it's it's that easy mm. when, when resources of that 
nature are concentrated because only <clears throat> one a few a few people are willing to invest in it. Well, so here's a question for everybody. Do you think that this COVID-19 will actually be a wake-up call and that policies will change going forward? No. Or do you think that well, we'll so. be like uh, the dog that sees the squirrel as soon as COVID-19 is gone and the next thing comes up, this will all be forgotten? Much like uh, the issue with gun control. Every time there's a mass shooting, everybody's all on it, and within a week or two, it's it's gone, and we're on to the next thing. This thing is like it's. I was watching Freed Zakaria, and it's like I had a doctor on that was showing this is growing exponentially, which means you have one, then you have two, then you have four, then sure. you have eight, and in 30 days, it's 1.5 million. Mm -hmm. And it's like or 15 encounters. 15 yeah. encounters make 15 million exposures. Exactly. And I, I was, yeah, I was going off of one, but yeah. we mm -hmm. have made way more than that. But it's like. That's like it's we're we're that's what happens first of all when you don't have testing, and this is a very realistic scenario. So I don't yeah. think anyone's going to be forgetting this anytime soon. It's just now, started. The Nebraska governor um, Ricketts said that they aren't closing schools yet. They're going to wait until they have the second confirmed case of community transmission here, but you they found one. OPDS is closed. I thought they found one temporarily. Yeah. They found one, but. They can't, they're not doing really sufficient testing right now. Odds are there are more out there community spread right now. Why isn't he being proactive and closing the schools at this point? Why risk well, another they're, week they're, of school? They're currently closed. I think they're closed for two weeks because spring break was All coming schools? anyway. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Iowa Western has done that. Metro yeah. had, will close Wednesday. And then like he said Wednesday, once they get know, their the second confirmed... Uh, spread. Yeah, they're going to close for I think he said six to eight weeks. Hmm. In my company alone, we had several cases identified where people had traveled abroad and then come back to work and not told HR. Mm. Uh, oh. And one wa was specifically escorted out, hmm. like by guards, because she started sort of showing signs of a cold and had been to Thailand in the last month. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Is so that, is that fear? Or is that... That's trying to be safe. Uh, that's not fear. That's trying to be safe because no. the reality is there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I had somebody in our office that was um, in direct exposure to somebody that yeah. was positively identified with the COVID virus. And uh, so they sent them home. Now, fortunately, Linda and I haven't been in the office for two weeks, so we weren't around when she was there in the office. So we're lucky in that respect. But... Um, that doesn't mean that we haven't come in contact with somebody else because you still got to go to the store and get groceries. Well, I was at a convenience store three days ago and one of the clerks sneezed and one of the patrons called the police on him. What? Oh my. Yeah. Uh, what? No, Please. this is how crazy it is. My mom is a small woman, like 5'3", 103 pounds. Like, she's got Parkinson's, and the last one of the last times she went to the store, she accidentally slipped and dropped her basket, like her grocery basket, and stuff spilled everywhere. No one helped her. No one asked if she was okay. Not even the sales associate in the grocery store. Mm. None of them wanted to touch her because, obviously, mm. there was, like, this fear, like, are you sick? Are you having a moment? Whatever. Yeah. Well, and it's the <laughs> whole stay six feet away from anybody because you don't know But this was infected. before that. This oh. was, like, this was <coughs> two weeks ago. Because the fear was already starting to set right, in like that. Right, right. Like Does anybody notice how much of us are starting to cough a lot more? Well, I, that's I just, allergies. I just yeah. drank that while iced tea wrong. There's also so. the psychological thing as we talk about this stuff. You, know, you feel like you have to clear your throat. This is our it, second show today. I've ran out of stuff to drink and my throat's <laughs> getting dry. <laughs> but, I mean... It... Also, I'm terribly, terribly ill. Give me a... I just now, uh, sorry. I was just going to ask: Does anybody is anybody aware of any other cons that are scheduled for this spring that are being postponed? Uh, Ocon, they're not doing anything till the fall, has right? Ocon changed to August. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if that'll change or not. Okay. Um, Have you heard about British Fest? Because they were doing one this year, Moose right? Said he was he's canceled. Oh, but canceled. I, no, okay. I, I mean I heard a limited bit, but if if he if he had something planned, he was keeping it on the extreme lowdown. Okay. No one really knew anything about it. Gotcha. The Ren Fair for the Bellevue Berry Farm is normally in May too. I um, haven't heard anything yet. They might be holding off to, yeah. to to see. Right. It would be. I don't know if it's wishful thinking or not that it'll be all be better by May, but um, I hope so. I mean, 
I really do. Well, I it mean, depends how on how well the social distancing. How long was in China lockdown? Wuhan. I think they still are, aren't they? They well, are still are. So yeah. social distancing is only re- supposed to slow it down, right? So yeah. that doesn't uh, stop it. So yeah. does that that kind of means that implies that it's going to be a longer duration event well, then? Well, right? right. And then you've got to worry if once everyone's released from their homes, if they weren't in quarantine long enough, mm-hmm. it starts popping sure. up again, which sure. a lot of experts think that's what's going to happen with China. Yeah. It's going to explode again once yeah. they're allowed to go back to work, and right. then we're going to, it's going to be another wave. Well, and the, the scary thing is, is that they don't know yet if, once you contract it, you develop an immunity to it, because mm-hmm. they said it could be like strep throat, where you can get it again and again and again. Or it might be like chicken pox. Right. Or the flu. Right, right. Because you can get the flu again and sure. again and again. So, yeah, so that's kind of a scary thing. If, if it's something that you can't maintain a long-term immunity for, then what do you do? Well, I mean, also, you've got, the what, a year is, uh, or is, eight? Is novel coronavirus, which means it's, it's actually new. Mm-hmm. We have no previous uh, exposure to it. immunological uh, history with this, mm-hmm. which means it's more devastating. Uh, it's going to hit who it's going to hit, which is why you've got, like, uh, at this point, a mystery population that is extremely susceptible. We're not exactly sure why. I mean, the standard, you have diabetes, you have other chronic conditions, you're old, you're extremely young, you're going to be more susceptible. But there's also kind of a little, little like, randomness. Mm-hmm. It's not really random, we just don't understand the variables yet. Yeah, well, I've heard, I've read uh, some experts think that like 40 to 70% of the population could get this. Mm-hmm. And if it maintains a 1% uh, fatality rate across that's a pretty that, high number. that's a pretty big societal impact. Mm-hmm. But it could easily mutate into something more virulent at any point. Uh, the more people that get it, the more chances that that's going to happen. So, Which is why they want to do this mm-hmm. quarantine, so you can burn it out. Ideally. Yes. I mean, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks everyone for joining us today on Sunny Thoughts and Happy Times. Yeah. What are we going to call this one? Coronavirus 2, the comeback, or what? It's like, what what's... Lockdown. Because we just uh, did that, didn't we? we did yeah, that. but we were doing fantasy and sci-fi diseases. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. And, and we really want to get out that, and raise the awareness and keep everyone aware that Support your small business. If there's any, uh, you know, like nerdy groups, nerdy producers, manufacturers, artists, cons, like if you want your word out, you want your name out, tell us what you're doing. We'll post it to the Galactic Driftwood page. Um, We'll post it in the comments of this podcast. Uh, Obviously, we're still growing our membership, but it's it's supporting each other. And I don't think we can say that enough. Yeah, I think one of the nice things that we have now, which they didn't have in... 1918 uh, is um, social media where mm-hmm. you can get on and at least maintain some contact yeah. with friends and with what's going on in the mm-hmm. world um, that way. So that's so that's uh, a plus for people that are quarantined at home and you can't get out. At least you don't feel like you've lost touch with the entire world. Well, yeah, and speak, speaking <clears throat> to small businesses again, this is going to have a huge impact on local game stores. Yeah. Because a lot of their business yes. relies on bringing lots of yeah. people in for events and game days, magic nights, and those just aren't going to fly. Mm-hmm. No. So if you need something to do, like, you don't have to step into the game store. Maybe browse some games that you want, and instead of buying it from Amazon, please, please consider just looking up a local game store in your city and asking them if they have that or some other games and asking, buying it from them directly. Yeah. Having them ship the game to you instead of Amazon. Like, that's really what we need to do. You need to think outside the box. And if you need something, ask yourself first instead of, oh, let me go to Amazon or Walmart.com. Hey, is there any other type of local uh, store or provider of that re- of that material that I could get it from directly. And another thing, like game shops, if you're stuck in the house with just uh, maybe a couple other people, board games are a great way to pass that time. It's true. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if you trust your, your friends enough to have them come over. Mm, right. Like Bill. Right. <laughs> right. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to get one of those digital thermometers so I can check everybody's forehead when they come <laughs> over. 
for the Actually, next show. Actually, it's uh, just inside the eye. It, they show that oh. the forehead is not an accurate read. Not a reliable. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. But lasers at eyes. I mean, well, it's game... not a laser. It's uh, infrared. Infrared, yeah. Your local game shop's got a lot of different ways to keep you entertained if you have to stay inside. May I recommend the game Pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not Pandemic, but... Oregon Trail. <laughs> Model painting. Well, and I saw something on the news That'll the other day that they said Pornhub is ramping up bandwidth. Oh, well, I mean... I people mean, can't that, get out. It makes yeah. Sense. It does. Like, yeah. That was the other interesting thing, too, the statistic. They said, we're going to see two things in the next nine months from this. Either a huge popular, like, baby explosion. Yeah, the baby boom. boom yeah. The quarantines. Yep. Or, <laughs> part two. or yeah. you're going to see a lot of psychological breaks and issues form from this, from the quarantine, the stress, yeah. the economic uh, burden of all of this. Mm -hmm. Will they start like, going back out again after it's over? It's like... If, if they get it back into the, if they really start getting into online stuff and the fear is there, will the, will, will, the, will, will the old patterns ever reemerge? Yes, because a lot of people don't want to cook from home every night. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm wondering, so um, on Friday, um, our office went into a lockdown test. So they completely closed the building, told everybody, uh, sent out an email the night before saying, work home tomorrow, mm -hmm. we're doing a test closure. So we did that. And then... Um, yesterday we got a, a follow-up email and they said, you know, we're just closing the building for the next two weeks. Everybody continue working from home. We're not opening mm. the building. Mm. And uh, so I uh, forwarded that on to um, the guy that's the security guard at the building that uh, I'm friends with. And I said, in case you hadn't heard, FYI. <clears throat> and he replied back and he said, yeah, I, ha I have heard that. And he goes, looks like it's going to be a really lonely two weeks for me. Because he's going to be there. Because we have a tenant up on the second floor uh, cruise line. Mm -hmm. Which is also having, we we all know about the yeah. cruise stuff, and, oh God, yeah. and they're having a shutdown. And my sister actually works for the cruise company that's upstairs, and she's been concerned about her job because now they're um, they're stopping all cruises for the next thirty days. Mm -hmm. um, uh, two other cruise lines, Viking and Princess Cruises, are sixty days. They're mm. they're stopping cruises, so um, that's impacting them. But anyway, the, the upstairs tenant's going to be the only one there, so it's going to be kind of a pretty quiet building for him. So I mean. You know, that's going to be psychological, too, because you're kind of there at the building and you don't have your usual people to talk to and you're just kind of sitting there, you know, with really Waiting nothing to do, especially if you're email. a security guy because you're, you know, escorting people out and you're accepting packages and mm -hmm. you're taking calls and things like that. And uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be different. So I think I th a lot of nerds are making jokes online about, you know, I've been training for this my whole life and gaming and things sure. like that. Yeah. And I think. It's funny. I think it, it might be easier for some than others, but when you don't have a choice, that really changes the mindset. Mm -hmm. yeah, it does. And Cabin fever is a thing. So yeah. talk mm -hmm. talk to your friends. If you start to get really low, if you start to, to have, you know, that go to a dark place, like psychological health is important throughout all of this as much as physical health. Like talk to your friends, talk to your family. <coughs> Um, join a new forum, join a new chat group, mm -hmm. and, and maybe make some new friends that way. But reach out. Like, don't don't let yourself go to that place. Well, you know, and I, and I, and I worry, too, about the psychological health of, um, you know, we've talked about the people that are forced to quarantine at home. But the psychological health of the people that are unable to quarantine at home that are having to go out into the world yeah. and interact and knowing that that's out there. Doctors. Yeah. Right. Or, like security personnel like the guy at my office or policemen or firemen and things like that. The truck drivers, the warehouse people who are accepting the goods and stocking them on shelves. Or construction workers construction that we talked workers, about. Uh, train crews. Those people, I mean, there's going to be a psychological impact on those people as well because they know they have no option but to go out. Yeah. And it's like you're going out knowing that there's a, a killer out there that you can <coughs> be carrying, contracting and carrying and passing on or Potentially bringing from. home. Yeah, right. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of uh, psychological impact for people, no matter what, no matter what you're doing or whether you work or stay from home, stay at home. It's gonna be impacting the whole of society. I think this is kind of a, a unique um, event for for the world. Well, it was for, an inevitable event. It was yeah. going to happen, and we're just not ready for it. And it's gonna happen again. Right. But uh, for those people who do have to stay home, I mentioned Discord earlier. I highly recommend that. It's yeah. 
fantastic for opening up a multi-person chat, just like, not text chat, but their voice channels are mm -hmm. extremely stable and good. And if you just need to hear another human voice and maybe play a game with somebody, it's a fantastic option. Right. And there's also Skype and other forms. Google Hangouts. Yeah. So maybe, and if maybe you've thought about taking a class or having them for a while, a lot of classes are going to be offered online now. Like if you've ever wanted to do sewing, um, Be Star so, uh, here in Bellevue, Nebraska, that Isa, she's got a great shop. I've taken sewing classes from her. All of her stuff is online, and she has a, a Facebook post. Like, maybe it's time to, to do a class. Or maybe some of you, if you've uh, done lots of crafts and you never thought of doing an online class with your friends, maybe this is kind of how you do it. You stay connected that way and do something productive. We might, we might grow a whole new generation of artisans and craftsmen out of this. Get a project. Write a book. I will say that I'm pretty happy with having a... Um, an army of droids to well, send out Well, an the world. army of droids, yes. And also uh, furry co-workers now. Huh. It makes the day uh, much more friendly when the dog comes up and jumps in your lap and, mm. you know, you, I, get, I, you can pet the dog. You can and... take that a couple ways, but yeah. Um, <laughs> being, being the cosplay nerd you are, yeah. Yeah. There is a whole community. Yes. I mean, that oh. depends on whether you have dogs or cats. Dogs. Uh, yeah, I know yeah. you've got dogs, but I've got cats and they don't help at all. Oh. <laughs> they, don't, they don't help. Dad, you don't need to type. You just need to rub my belly. Well, uh, God, so we've been Reese home. is the worst with that. We've been home for two weeks now, and the dogs are getting really used to us being here all the time. Oh, so someday they're gonna they're gonna be really sad. depressed if we go back. But you know, actually, that's another concern of mine is because I'm envisioning that as these companies send people home, they're gonna start figuring out. You know what? Think how much money we could save if we didn't have an mm -hmm. office and we just had people work from home full time. Mm -hmm. And I know my that office right true. now, my companies, they're they've got our building up for sale. Because they don't want to, they don't want to maintain a building anymore, mm. and so the talk is, is that if they would sell that building, they would just contract for office space and then make it a hoteling space. So if you needed to come into the office, you'd come in for that day, find an open desk, and sit down and work, or have a meeting space. Right. This How would you abuse your coworkers then? Bill? That's that's the question. Then that's the thing. Uh, you know, Linda's been saying <laughs> you got to go back to work because you need other people to irritate. <laughs> She's tired thinking. of getting all your attention. Yes. If that's what they're thinking, then it's done, pretty much. This is going to be. I think uh, this is going to be. This is a, a, a test of, of companies to see, and when they find out how easy it is work from home. I mean, if you had a business, and you could have people work from home, and they can pay for their own lighting, heating, yeah. all that stuff, yeah. and you don't have to maintain a facility, maintain the grounds. Uh, keep the lights and the heating on. Why have that experience? It's going to depend on the productivity. How bad? Because I know productivity is going to drop drastically for mm. my company. Really? Um, <laughs> there's just no way around it. Um, Especially if, the, if, if Pornhub is increasing its bandwidth. <laughs> but uh, but why then you, you got... So you Jenna, really shouldn't be doing that during work hours. You why do you, so why do you see that? I'm just curious as to how you see that impacting your productivity. Just because... The lack of face-to-face -face time? Or? Uh, one part is the lack of face-to-face, -face, and one part is when you work for a company as massive, of, as massive as I do and the people are further from the product and the results, you're less emotionally invested. There's less, I think, emotional incentive to, I'm going to do the best job possible at this because I mm. want to make this thing that's going to go out. Mm. Like, most people are anywhere from... I'd say 99% of the population is anywhere from 5 to 20 to 30 steps away from the actual product mm. and what it produces. So it's, I think when you have that level of distance, the level of incentive to stay on top of things is mm. not there. That's, that. I might be cynical though. Well. The other thing I worry about too is a lot of people are losing the art of discussion Mm -hmm. The art of face-to-face -face encounters and knowing how to deal in social situations. How much is that going? This going to contribute to that too? Sure. Well, like, the same thing like with learning schools. how to work and problem solve together. <laughs> like work environments are good because it keeps you learning how to work with different people and to problem solve. And if people have less tests and don't work that social and mental muscle, I think you could see 
see that degrade. Because I, I noticed a huge difference when I went from academia, mm -hmm. where I was only around a select number of people, uh, generally around a certain day, worked a lot alone, mm -hmm. studying in the MITA classes, and that's, that's about it. My social skills and my problem-solving skills were not as wide and as versatile until I went to the corporate world mm -hmm. where some people may have college degrees, some may not. Mm -hmm. Some are a lot older. Some are like, like the amount of people I was exposed to and the types of Just backgrounds. the diversity of backgrounds. The diversity yeah. of backgrounds I was forced to be exposed to has made me a better human being. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think a better problem solver. Did yeah. you ever teach online? No. They, I am. I'm going to have to. Now. I mean, I have before, but online is just, it's it's so impersonal. It's never as It feels good. like it would be cold. I wouldn't it want it's, to teach online. I don't want, I, I don't, I do it, but now I'm going to have to do it for all of my classes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, I mean, a very big part of my day is I, I enjoy going to work. Are all your I classes do. shut off now? I mean, are those... All University's of my closed? Iowa Western classes will no longer meet until at least for two weeks. Okay. They, they decided to make spring break for an extra week. UNO has shut down all classes for the semester, okay. which is extreme, but yeah. you know, I, I understand. Um, Metro... What shut about them down or gone online? Gone online. Okay. They've shut down the in-class classes. But what are like, they doing for graduations and stuff? Are they still... Do you know? Uh... I do not know. Okay. That's that going to be an interesting question. Yeah. It's like, that's because <laughs> that's a big, big rite of passage moment for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Especially if you're the first person in your family yeah. to get exactly. a college degree. Yes. Yeah. You know, or a... can be there and watch you and be proud yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. It's like, Wait for three hours. Yeah. yeah. Right. It is. There's always tedium involved in graduation, but it's very important. Yeah, it, it is. is. I mean, I was the first, I was the first in my family to get a college degree. Yeah, me too. That was a big deal. And that moment was very important to everybody, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I was the first in my family to get it. My mother was the second. Hmm. She got her college degree when she was like we 78. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you inspire her to go back? Uh, she had always wanted to, and uh, but she was kind of waiting for me to get done, I think. Um, and shortly after I got out, then she started taking classes. So, hmm. yeah, it was very impressive. So it's... <laughs> The, and that's where we live. we can be pretty creative and ingenuous. <laughs> what is the word? I'm I'm not be able to say ingenuitive. Oh, um, uh, ingenuous. Inventive. No. Inventive yeah. when we need to be ingenious. And so, so yeah. yeah, so we need to do that now, not for our own sake, like this asshole who hoarded seventeen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer when he saw this coming and went across three states. And purposely cleared out stores. Yeah. I'm not saying that somebody with COVID-19 should cough directly in his mouth. But <laughs> <laughs> I hope he gets stuck with that stuff. And he just has to look at it forever as a, as a but, monument but here's, greed. No, here's the, the crossroad. There are people who need it. I know. So I, it's like, yeah, we all want to be angry, Ooh. but there was no laws against what he did. So there, Amazon there should just have him sell it, but cap his cost. There are yeah. until you declare a state of emergency, in which case you can start com uh, confiscating stuff that are in the national Can interest. you in America? I'm, yep. Yeah, in the state of national emergency, yeah. So I, I imagine and the national And we're there now. Yeah, that was declared yesterday. going to roll <laughs> and start taking it, and it's like, here's what we think it's worth, and give them a check for here, 250 Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool with that for a lot of people. And I know Amazon, like, for all of its questionable practices, they're actually going to attorney generals and helping prosecute any of its sellers that, that are profiteering. Gouging, yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. No, them and, and Etsy and mm -hmm. eBay. Yeah, I heard they already took a lot of people off. They've closed yeah. a lot of accounts from people that were doing that. So. See, yeah, I think... I think they need to be a little bit more aggressive with people like Jim Baker who are selling right. oh, COVID-19 yeah. cures. But it's, a, it's with silver, too. I don't yeah. think it's safe to take silver into your body in any way. Or, you know, it's like... What? Silver. I've not heard this. Uh, okay, so on a, one of the mega preachers, uh, Jim Baker, has al already been to prison for fraud yeah. and stuff like that and he sell he under normal circumstances he's selling 
damn near inedible food for disaster preppers. Oh, he's the preppers. guy who made the, the, the table of bucket food. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah, bucket, like, prepper food that's in buckets that can last, like, 20 years. And so his current deal is he's selling colloidal silver, yes. which will, according to the doctor that he had on his show, deactivate and kill COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if that was true, why wouldn't we be doing that right. to reduce the economic impact of this? Because we're not super so, intelligent preachers. That yeah, mm. so you know That's you can you can buy your secret. bottle of yeah. colloidal silver the from him. Ingredient is Jesus at the low low <laughs> yeah. price of what fifty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, amazes he, me he, is like that... he is evil. I yeah. I throw him in prison and don't yeah. let him out. What amazes me is that all these churches that have gotten rid of the holy water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You think holy water would be immune, well, immune you, to... You, God should take care of that. You think. Yeah, well, like, th- then you've got the churches who are like, no, co- you cannot transmit uh, this through our holy water. Our holy water stays. Yeah. And church remains in session. It always so amazes me that... It just turns a little Pentecostal, like with the snake handlers. It's like, and if, if it's God's will, it's God's will. It's did going to work. Did you hear about uh, Trump's, like, spiritual advisor, whatever her name no, is? Yeah. She's, like, they're not going to be canceling or moving whatever, uh, whatever the conference she's talking at. And she has guaranteed people that she has... Spiritual protections against COVID nineteen and the cure to that and all diseases. This is the yeah. spiritual advisor to the president mm. of the United States. Well, luckily, Let's I think go. most states are paying attention. Most uh, <clears throat> governors of the states are paying attention to what the CDC says. I would hope they're so. putting it into effect. They're enforcing, uh, and it will be up to them. Like I know, uh, again, our Nebraska governor Pete Ricketts said that once they get their second. Um, confirmation of a local spread that it's actually going now spreading person to person and not only at closest schools but he said at that point i think we're down to 250 you can have meetings or groups to 250 right now it will be five to 20. that's unfortunate because i was kind of hoping in in cases like that that the darwin awards would come into play Mm, and that mm, these people are they gonna the stupid people would private citizen lockdown and he said yes they will and if it's reported, if you see somebody, he said, it'll get to the point where if you see more than 20 people in a setting, you can call the police and they will break it up. Yeah. They he won't actually, break up fireworks, but he they'll actually, break up Yeah, fireworks. he right. actually right. said it will be enforced, so we'll see. Right. Hmm. I don't know. It, and that's where I do understand why some people who buy a lot of guns feel the need to have them. Because if you think about it, yeah, it's for our own effect, but when you're at a point where a state can tell you to stay in your home, Mm-hmm. For this, what's the next thing they can enforce? Well, there also has to be a certain point where you recognize that the good of society I, I has got to no, come no, first. No, and I do, but I totally agree with you mm-hmm. on that. But you can also see how some people would but call that a slip. The well, haunting look, part is that the state's always been able to. <clears throat> yes. So, look at what they did. But in they the have so. Yeah, I know, because it actually like, impedes business. So our capitalist greed is actually the, the factor that's saving us from a total totalitarian nation. So right. Look at the measures they took for Hurricane Katrina down in New Orleans. They went door to door and took people's guns. Mm-hmm. They, they actually did that. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the government can kind of, I mean, they've got the force to do what they want. They've got the military behind them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just that a state-level society controls force. That, mm-hmm. That's actually one of the definitions of a state-level society. But my thing is, like, I've known enough military and worked with enough ex-military that I have really faith in our servicemen and women to do the right thing mm-hmm. by us. What is necessary. Well, well just, let's maybe not uh, worry too much right now about government overreach until, like, yeah. COVID-19 has passed, and then we can kind of worry about the next problem. Yeah, they said on the news this morning, they said, you know, when you when you encounter a situation like this you and, and governments start doing things to control it, everybody screams about they're going too far, they're mm-hmm. going too far, and then afterwards... And they look back at what really happened, and people say, well, they didn't go far enough. Yeah. yeah. Or or they say, 
what was the other thing that was pushed through in a time of well, panic yeah, that shouldn't have been pushed right. through? Well, the, the, actually, they tried to, to, the Republicans tried to push some anti-abortion legislation yeah. into the COVID-19. What? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why we can't have nice things. We can't no. have nice things. No, no. But I mean, it's like, we could, the government cannot do anything, and then we could just have it basically natural selection. Whoever lives, lives, and whoever dies, dies. That'll lower the uh, average age of the population. Yeah. yeah. Which it is weird, if you think about it, how, I mean, I really can't think of any major previous plague that did not impact the very young, like children and babies. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Most of them do. Yeah, well, like, like there's always both spectrums. Like, yeah. the middle, except... Except for smallpox, which made breeding people like in that age group infertile yeah. in many yeah. cases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's always the very old and the very young. And kids are little plague carriers, but they're not getting sick unless they're already immunocompromised. Well, before mm-hmm. the last plague, we didn't have a, a large suite of vaccinations. But, and, and, of course, there is a large population of people that are ignoring vaccinations now. But it's like... You mean idiots. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. let's just go ahead. You're idiots. I'm talking about you, yeah. anti-vaxxer. Yeah. I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> you specifically are an idiot. <laughs> You're dumb, and I'm calling you that. There you go. <laughs> and I second that emotion. Personally. You personally are stupid. Yeah. Yes. Right, now that we've got that out of the way. Yeah, yeah. you feel better, Seth? Yeah. I do a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay. If you're offended... I, I'm glad I have a channel where I can actually, like, yeah. get this out. America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. America. First and Amendment. if you're mad, be sure to mention Sean. Sean is, is, is the... That's right, my man. name is Sean, if you want to <laughs> tell me I'm wrong about this. <laughs> comment oh, yeah. and... S- comment. Subscribe. <laughs> is that S E A N or S H A W N? S H A W N. I think either will work. <laughs> I feel S H A W N is a little douchier, so I would I, I would think yeah. <sighs> so this is you siding with the anti-vaxxers. No, no, I'm just trying to define <laughs> the, the, the mislabeling of your name. It's like I'm amazed Bill doesn't actually define it since he made it up, but yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we've shown a very good history, I think, of pulling together when necessary. Like, when you think of the World War II mobilization movement, mm-hmm. World War I cases. Like, we've, we've been able to show in different periods our society be able to work together for the better good. And this is a weird thing, though, because we're going to have to show our solidarity by not being together. Yeah. But do you think, do you think that um, enough people now believe that it's real and not a hoax because we were at the grocery store last weekend and there was a guy that was just screaming to somebody else that he ran into there that he knew about how the this was a uh, democratic left conspiracy they couldn't get rid of trump with the uh impeachment they couldn't get rid of him because of the Russian hoax thing. So now they're dreaming up this COVID-19 hoax in event to ruin his candidacy and, and derail his presidency and his possible re-election. And he was just he would just stand there. And I mean, he was talking loudly so that everybody in the area could hear him. I mean, he was not trying to be, you know, just having a normal conversation. He was doing it loud enough that he made sure that people around him knew. Fear is the mind was, killer. Exactly. Is it better to exactly. believe this is a mm. hoax? So you don't have to cope with the potential consequences? Yeah. He's or, afraid. Yeah. yeah, that's fear to me. Yeah. But unfortunately, fear makes people do crazy shit, like fight over toilet paper. I'm yeah. going to give Jenna an inspiration point for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, that's really what it comes down to is fear. And I think that's where maybe we got to be a little forgiving. Like, <laughs> you should try and provide evidence when there are signs of ignorance Mm -hmm. like that. But then there's also a point where there's nothing scarier than when you don't have control and you see your world falling apart Mm -hmm. or that you could be vulnerable. Because it sounded like from your description of the individual when we talked about this before, he's he's in a vulnerable age group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, And that's... I think we need to meet kindness with fear and education. Anger with fear, uh, with kindness and education. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the only way that uh, we're not going to all, like, some 
groups completely hate each other and the extremes become even more extreme because that's the other half of this. We're already having a hard time meeting in the middle t to talk um, logically about so, the issues. I wonder, and I, I don't watch it so I don't know, but I wonder if the message coming out on outright, uh, right out-wing outlets has changed like Fox News. Are they presenting this with the same level of honesty and clarity that uh, like the Washington Post or New York Times might be doing? So when I've gone to my mom's house, because unfortunately she's one of the Fox News watchers. Mm. She's uh, a demographic. Old. Uh, but she's not in her beliefs. Like, it's... She's not right-wing? No. Watch mm. Fox. Be, I mean... It's complicated. I'm not going to bring it up here. But only to say that when I've seen Fox News, I see them trying to remain measured. Mm. Like there does seem to be an attempt trying to bring on doctors, trying to ask clear, good questions. Like I think it's probably been the best. The segments I've caught at different mm -hmm. times of the day when I've gone to check on her yeah. have been probably the most measured and the most uh, responsible they've had in a long time. They mm -hmm. did put one of their shows on hiatus because the host said things yes. about. Uh, I oh, really? Remember who it was, yeah, I can't I remember her name, but it's like, yeah, she's. Oh, show's... that Tommy, what's her face? Yeah. No. I thought it was that. Was it Tommy? The right? young blonde, blonde girl. That it sounds like something she would say. She's. Yeah. I don't see the appeal of that idiot, but it's like, yeah. Like, but yeah. The young blonde thing. That's yeah. the only reason I watch well, Who says things that match up to your hardcore angry yeah. beliefs. But and she was basically spreading some disinformation and uh, conspiracy theory stuff, and they put her show on hiatus. They said it's, that's not why, but the timing is just yeah. too, too coincidental. Yeah, too, too online with that. So. Mm. Right. But, uh, yeah, good for Fox. I mean... And, and hopefully we'll see more of that, so... It's Just, amazing that Trump is so bad and his administration is so bad that some of the Fox hosts literally can't drink the Kool-Aid anymore. Mm -hmm. They have to actually stand up and say, I can't do this anymore. Well, I think in all fairness, they're probably more concerned about losing a large part of their demographic mm -hmm. yeah. if they, they, if they don't the, be honest. The, the, yeah, the coronavirus, yeah. They should be the ones that are yeah. spreading the news. <laughs> so just to recap what we can do for each other as a nerd community... Um, you know, check in on each other, see who needs help, check in on the elderly, like if you've got, you know, spare time in your home or for your kids, maybe make projects where you reach out to those groups or even hospitals, hospitals where people are no longer going to be able to get visitors, like children's hospitals and things like that, to, to start letter buddies and stay connected. Buy gift certificates from local businesses and restaurants to keep them going. In fact, if you need to buy anything, ask yourself first, can I get this board game from a local game shop? Can I get, you know, this material from a local supplier versus Amazon? Really try and ask them. Ask these businesses, what can I do to get this from you now in this situation to help keep them going? Look at online classes to stay connected or maybe um, help support artists who might be doing videos because they can't go to cons. This is now how they're going to get their information out. And look for those posts from your favorite artists, cosplayers, whatever, what they're providing since they can't see you now at their favorite con, where you can get their products and keep them going. Um, that That's really just stay talking and most of all, post each other, share each other's stuff. You know, we love GoRPG, uh, we love, you know, Ocon, we're going to continue to post anything that they have, a lot and of business. Check out the Synergy Nation Network. Nation yep. Network. The Weekly Geekly. There. There's a lot and, of good groups out there, a lot of good ours, podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. most importantly, take care of yourselves. Yes. Absolutely. Get yes. your sleep, work out. Is this Keep. maybe the, the final nail in the coffin for small retail? For small retail. Potentially. Yeah. That's why we got it. That's mm. why you have to Games, look. Gamers and sci-fi stuff, but all of it. It's like, it's already struggling. I, Amazon's pretty much uh, I, a full core press I on these people. Don't think that, uh, I don't think that this will be the final nail. Like, we've been seeing a resurgence in, uh, like, smaller shops. No, if that's true. But that's a luxury. Like, there's a a lot small shop is a luxury cushy. for a lot of people, and that, yeah. that's where... But they're also... It, like they they're not only about selling things they're also about community right so uh, like the game shop in 
the game shop in Bellevue and its other location uh, down. It's actually really close to you. Mm. Uh, but the game shop is yeah. about like getting people together to play games. Like, well, yeah, so you is, buy stuff there, but so you also go. Comments. So was Sparta. Sparta Game Store is about all that, and it's gone. So, so, so that's why we're 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 really imploring our audience to not only for themselves look at where you can get stuff locally and reach out to them and try and keep those small businesses afloat, but ask you know bring it up to your friends, conversations, family, kind of highlight for this them. It's easy to get tunnel vision about yourself, but I think what we'll do as a community and connecting in that way uh, by supporting each other, keeping all those boats afloat. That's where we could stay sane. You know what we need is something like Uber Eats, only for board games. <laughs> you can call up and order a board game, and then they'll go out and pick it up and drop it off at your house. Well, only if it's for buying and not you don't Renting. return it. Yeah. Right. Like Spielbound. Right. Like I, I feel bad for Spielbound right now. Because mm -hmm. it's not like a lot of that stuff they can wipe off with Clorox wipes. Right, right. So, yeah. And, right. and post small businesses ours tell us what we can do don't let it don't yeah. leave it to us to figure it out the more you can put that up front at the front of your page this is how you can support us this is what we need mm -hmm. the people who can will mm -hmm. all right well, cool well, thank yeah. you all yeah. a good discussion and uh we'll see you next time we'll have a uh, discussion of uh, star wars galaxy's edge yeah. on the program hey. our trip there so bill's consumer hour as be, yeah. Sean put it. You're right. It'll Thank be you, Jenna. I really appreciate that. <laughs> but it'll be a good opportunity with Disneyland closed for everybody Sean. to get, get up to speed on uh, when they reopen. You can run there and get all the good deals. Yeah, well, until COVID-19 is passed, uh, stay home, stay safe, and uh, stay yeah, take care line. of yourself. Adios. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Thriftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well. <laughs>